I would quite like that because so few people get to that max level. And yeah, it should be good. But at the same time, I do think it should be a little bit more scaled in some sense. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. I don't like know. Like, would a skill tree even work? Yeah, like a perks. I, like yeah, a perk, exactly. Yeah, you choose this or choose that. But there's like a downside. I don't know. Yeah. That would be like really that. interesting if, if there was like, like pros and cons. Like either you lose mm. something or maybe you lose the other option. That could be yeah. like a cost. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really interesting. Like that's like old school RPGs where, where yeah. advantages can also be disadvantages. Yeah, like yeah, um, I love those kind of things. Maybe you could like see better at night, but during the day you couldn't see as well. Like I don't know how they would make that work, but you know, <laughs> well, things... I did it. Daylight, <laughs> yeah, vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Scav Talk, an Escape from Tarkov podcast with a continued focus on development of the game, patch note analysis, theory crafting, and general gameplay discussions. My name is Church. I'm one of your hosts. I am a video editor for a Tarkov YouTuber named Airwing Marine. I'm Giggy Beef, a Tarkov YouTuber helping you guys get better at the game. And welcome back to the show. And today we are joined by Abney Dude, who is a, another YouTuber um, who creates some cool Tarkov videos. Um, so yeah. I guess just let you introduce yourself a little bit um, on, on on what you're you know what you're about, and I, I guess like, I always start off with um, how people got into you know, content creation because it's always an interesting story. So feel free to to tell that how, however way uh, you feel. <laughs> All right, hey everyone, Abney Dude here. Like they said, yeah, I'm uh, I've been creating Tarkov content for the past eight months or so. Um, got into content creation just simply because uh i like tarkov so much and i had played so much and i was i was teaching friends here and there and i was like why not just create content for everybody else as well you know see how i do i had you know some background in video editing when it when it came to like college and stuff afterwards i'd always toy around with adobe premiere and after effects and stuff like that so just decided to try it out and it's done pretty well so far it's it's been a, a fun time yeah, that's really cool. That's cool. I think, yeah, if you've got those kind of skills already, then that really helps, or at least just a background of some kind. Because I know for myself, I didn't really, I didn't really have that, which was a, a bit of a, a steep learning curve. But I'm quite fortunate. My sister's a graphic designer, so she like could oh, help cool. me out with some bits and pieces at least nice. um, about those things. But I knew nothing about Premiere or anything, so that's actually quite a, a nice, a nice thing. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean your your uh, your channel's doing pretty well. I think like so how, where are you up to about like eight k subs or something now at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, just a, just a little over that. Yeah, so um, I, I'm I'm definitely happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially just going for for eight months or whatever. It's um it's it's just such a funny journey. Everyone goes through, you know, just a different experience each time trying to create like different kinds of content and testing stuff out and experimenting and things. But, um, you know, I see your, some of your vids pop up on, on my feed and stuff. And, you know, I think the important thing is at this point, you know, even with a small sub count, some of your videos get like, you know, big viewership. So it shows you're doing something right, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's, it's really weird. It's like some videos you put out, you, you really have no idea how they're going to do. One of my mm -hmm. best videos is, is like, I did like shortcuts on customs and it's, it went into this, this wipe in like 120,000. I'm like, what the heck? It's like, that was just one of my, like, you know, just a simple video that yeah. I didn't think was going to do anything. And, you know, whatever. The algorithm's a weird, a weird thing. Yeah, it's it really is. It. Yeah, sometimes you just don't know what exactly people are going to be looking for. And some things just like, they just hit the sweet spot. Like, I remember I, I made one which was 
like budget kits kind of thing and i was like oh, i don't really have time this week to like fully script it so i just did like 30 minutes of me just like talking through random stuff and it ended up doing really well and i was like really like of all the ones like the one that i didn't actually put as much effort into like you serious yeah. um yeah. but yeah sometimes uh sometimes it does it does happen that way <laughs> that budget keyword is is huge people yes. love the budget yes it, it definitely is it definitely is well welcome to the show it's uh great to have you on um we yeah. had a, a little bit of a, a break from guests as we were just discussing before the show just because of uh, christmas and january and everything people were busy and whatever so it's uh nice to get some some guests back on but um yeah, very quickly before we start properly i guess we should just go through what has happened um in the the recent uh history of, of tarkov news which is not really that much um we've had a, a patch which is pretty good. And there's mostly fixes for things, um, but there's been a couple of important bug fixes, such as we spoke about the shotgun damage stuff that uh, yeah. was raised in the community, right? I did see something on that on uh, Veritas's Twitter. He put out a tweet. Um, and Because apparently he did some testing, and his conclusion was that, uh, from what I remember hearing from the podcast that he does with Jesse is that I had to do something with like the reloading of the shells in your pockets and like moving them around. He didn't really go too much in depth, but it, it made it seem like that it wasn't what erotic was saying. Um, but it, it, regardless, he put the tweet he put out not too long ago was saying that, that he spoke to Nikita and it was not that specific bug. The, moving the shells and they getting bugged out and, and shooting ghost bullets essentially so i'm not sure what other shotgun damage bug there <laughs> there was in the game <laughs> and stuff like this is so concerning uh i don't use shotguns that often so maybe i'm not as affected but so what's it, the latest on that i actually haven't I haven't caught up with the the shotgun news. What what is the current? <laughs> I did see a Rocktics video about yes. the, the the ghost first shot with the flechette or whatever. Mm -hmm. But what what else was what what else came about that? So I don't know um, because essentially that bug that Eroctic produced, Veritas was also able to produce it, but they mm. came to different conclusions if you will and veritas is the way he produced it was by moving shotgun shells around and he thinks it has something to do with the clients and server getting desynchronization as tower saying in, in your chat giga uh, i'm just going to quote him right here the client was desynced from yeah. the server it was all manual loaded guns it would cause spaces in the inventory to desynced you never actually reloaded in the server side which was something that would actually happen um, with magazines back in the day. I mean, I'm, yes. I remember, dude, on Factory once, I had an MP7. I was reloading, fighting this guy, and I was just unloading him. He would not die. And I remember seeing he had a green armor. And I think a scav ended up killing him. And I was, like, panicking, like, etg Like, this guy will not die. I go to loot him. I thought he had the green Zuck, the Class 6 Zuck. It was like, God, what was it? It was the... One of the six, you know, 46 TB class four armors or whatever. But it was just like the most insane thing ever. And then when you exited the rain, you would see your mag and it would be full of ammo, you know. So it, it seems that this that that's from what I can tell, that's been fixed. I haven't had that happen in a long time, but now it's sort of like shifted to these manually loaded guns and whatnot. So 
long story short, potentially, I think the bug is still in the game, but there was a different shotgun damage bug that they fixed, which I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is, but... Uh, well, that's... something something was fixed. I see. I thought it was that. But I thought it was the actual bug that was fixed. So, I, but I don't, I, I don't really know. But okay. I'm, I don't know. I, I'm I'm basically just rehashing what Veritas yeah. tweeted out. So, right. who knows? Honestly. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, there was a couple of other things. I mean, nothing nothing was like super super important. I mean, there was the the drop down bug actually, which is I guess kind of important. So yeah. You jump. You make a sound. You fall off the ledge. You don't make a sound. Now, when you fall off the ledge, you make a sound. It matters, you know, it matters. It stops people sure. from just, uh, what, scuttling around the map, falling off cliff faces. So that's weird. I, I, I never heard anybody mention that, but I did that exploit video about three weeks ago and put it in there. And then I started hearing some talk about it and then they fixed it. I was like, mm, maybe, maybe they they saw it. But I was like, that's awesome. Because that that's been in the game since the beginning. Mm. It's so It's so weird. Yeah, but. it's funny. Like you, you never know what they're looking at, and, and yeah. things. It's like it is. It is funny because I did. I did a whole thing about like magazine mechanics at one point, and then they like changed the rates on the mags, and I was like, huh, hmm, I wonder. Yeah, like, you, you just never you never you never really know. You just never really know. Um, you can't hand in full containers anymore, either to quests or or to the hideout. I feel like this was fixed in the past and came back, but I don't know. Now you can't accidentally put your entire mag case with all of your good mags in if you're trying to make a scav junk box for example which is kind of nice it just says you can't do it which is good and uh, my favorite one off the list which i picked out in particular i don't know if there was any important ones church that you liked but i really like this one fix the ability to become invisible whilst using the <laughs> hs grenade launcher as a scav that's like the best bug ever can you imagine no it's the worst <laughs> bug ever <laughs> that sounds terrifying superpowers it's actually insane that's oh, wild my goodness um, yeah, was there anything else that uh, that I missed off that list that was actually important? I think because there was a whole bunch of stuff, just like looking through walls and scavs sliding in position. Oh, I think the, the lying down standing up bug might be fixed, supposedly. Supposedly, I <laughs> I think that I heard word of mouth that the prone, insta-prone is still there. Um, mm. But I, yeah, I can't say I can confirm or deny it's just word of mouth, so... I haven't played in the past few days. Are they still doing the instant crouches and stuff? The scabs? I don't and think readers? so. But that would be nice. Hmm. My stream but... today, I didn't. I don't think I had any. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is good. I had a lot of them running around randomly. The scabs running around all over the place. There's one scab that I really thought was a PMC just because of the sound of the movement. And then it was, it was actually just a scab roaming about. It was weird because he was kind of round and then stopped almost straight away. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, sometimes it's hard to if you just if you're just hearing. Sometimes it is actually really hard to tell these days. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking at them, it's a different story. But just from audio only, because they do the kind of walk, walk, stop, and then stop yeah. for a while, and then do one short running burst occasionally if there's something in the way or whatever. And I was near the power switch room in customs because so I was trying to do the daily where you have to go out of zero thirteen three times. That's the daily that I had. Okay. So I was going to the power switch room a bunch of times, and I. Heard a guy outside, um, and then there was actually there was actually another PMC. So I don't know, I don't know whether that was the scab or or, um, or the PMC. Actually, to be fair, I'm not 100 sure. But I think that was it in terms of the um, in terms of the patch. Uh, oh no, okay, I keep remembering stuff. There was one other thing, which was the uh, the jump height in general. That jump height has just oh, been nerfed right. across the board, right? And it's actually really quite annoying 
yeah. to be honest. I don't really know whether that needed to be fixed at the top end or something, but it affects even at the low end. Like on, on Scav, and I've been playing a lot of Factory Scav. Scav Factory, if you start over by... What's the best way to describe it? It's the, the room off of Gate Zero. If you're... You know, there's, the, there's the big weapons box in the middle of the room between kind of the crates and the way up into the office yeah. up on the, the big metal gantry. And there's a big black weapons box there just in the middle of the room the the railing next to that i cannot jump over as a scav anymore at all sideways backwards forwards whatever i cannot jump over it and i tried admittedly i'm actually not the most dexterous when it comes to jumps in tarkov to be honest but i could get over that before because i've done that jump a million times in last week and after they patched it i cannot get over it anymore which is kind of painful yeah, it, I think it's annoying that they, they make these kind of changes without the solution being in place, which is going to be vaulting, mantling, that kind of stuff. Mm. And to limit the, like their maps are designed around jump height and stuff. So you have specific things that people have been able to jump since the beginning. And then they 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 make these nerfs to, I don't know, maybe it was an accident, I don't know. But it it, it seems so odd because now just like simple rocks and certain things you jump onto you just get stuck on them, but there's no other solution like vaulting or mantling. So it's just kind of a weird change to me. Yeah. Yeah. I really, it would be so good if we had vaulting in. I remember back playing when I used to play PUBG and that game didn't have any vaulting mechanics in. And then actually relatively quickly, they did put them in the game. But I mean, the the PUBG maps and landscape is like so much simpler, Um, but it just completely changed the way that the movement felt and the way the game felt. It's like, in Tarkov, you still get those moments like you're coming through the the walling customs, entering into sort of the dorms kind of territory from the the northeast side of the map, and there's that fallen over piece of wall. If you're coming the other way, and you're like kind of stuck on it, and you're like, oh god, and it's like about six centimeters tall, and you're like, seriously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of um, it can't come soon enough. But I haven't really heard that many people talking about it. I haven't really heard a nice guy talking about vaulting or anything. I don't know where that is in the plan. I'm really not sure. Yeah, I think, you know, at the beginning of, I think they were talking about it at the beginning of this wipe, like, it's not coming anytime soon in terms of, like, I, I don't know if it's going to be in the next major wipe or whatever, but, yeah, it, it's going to be really nice. It's going to change the the flow of how everything is, and, you know, honestly, they're going to have to, I think one of the things holding them back is every map's going to have to add, like, a mantling, I don't know what you call it in game dev, but, like, every surface is going to have that mantling mm. thing, so they're going to have to add that on every single certain area on every map and i could only imagine how long that's going to take yeah exactly it's it's difficult although you know yeah that's going to be quite hard but i'm also surprised with the number of animations things that they added in for all the weapons durability systems and the jamming Mm, and whatever so when they put their mind to it they really can crack out some amazing things yeah yeah. i'm still astounded by the the level of detail of the jamming system but you know there are there are weapons weapons nerd group of people at the end of the day so it kind of makes kind of makes sense Uh, yeah they have this game so advanced with all like all this certain stuff but then you're just still hopping around like a bunny like it's like it feels like it's out of place so i can't wait till they add it yeah no it should be good i think one of the more annoying things for me was well besides the fact that it wasn't uh, an official patch note was that you I, i don't know what was change because I didn't actually notice any jumping issues. The issue I noticed was just climbing over tiny, <laughs> literally a trash bag. There's a trash bag, third floor 
resort, uh, West Wing, where you can walk on top of it and you can see across like these bookcases, furniture, and whatever. You can get like a sight line. And what you used to be able to do, at least from what I can remember, you could just like silently walk up that and then slowly stand up. But now it, you just can't. You can't even full speed, I don't think. So I just had to like give up my stealth and just jump, you know? And it's like at someone else on Twitter was there was a thread about this and they were yeah like saying same thing like these spots they used to be able to just walk up they could no longer walk up you had to jump up which is like interesting because that like the uh, there, there's usually like this thing where either staircases in some games like i'm thinking of counter-strike like um uh what is it like dust to the 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 um Double doors like to your right. What is that called? It's like opposite a cat. Come on, you guys play Counter Strike. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm trying to. Which which side do you? Which side are you referring to from? So let's say from you're T's, CT. T's let's say you're CT, yeah. right? To your right. When you yeah. go through double doors, what is that called with the spiral, the staircase that goes up? I don't know the competitive anyway. names for the for okay the, well, like, tunnels. Tons, yeah, right? Tunnel? yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Uh, anyways, they're 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 staircases, right? Like just like brick yeah. staircases. But actually, in the in the map, like in the the three D space game design, it's like a it's a slope because otherwise yeah. your your character would just be like bobbing up and down to make it smooth. So like, did they do something to the maps to make those like objects and those entities like blockier or, or you know, like I like, I don't know. Was it something to do with like your your movement speed or like your I don't know. It's a it's it's a it's a weird change that they did and i don't really know what exactly they did either because i mean as you guys said jump height's been changed but i haven't really had any issue jumping then again i am level 33 straight because i've been cheesing it which i want to talk about later but (laughs) (laughs) what what level are you 30 33 i'm not i'm not that high but okay okay well Still pretty good. Much higher than me. As as I've heard <laughs> our last discussion, I think I'm like level 15 strength or something. I'm like, I don't know. Because I'm just, yeah, just usually play underweight and I'm, I'm pretty chilled about, you know, going full YOLO. So it's, uh, yeah, Church was already higher than me to begin with. And then he's been, you know, delving into the dark arts. <laughs> we will uh, we will hear about that, I'm, I'm sure, shortly. I mean, if so, if there's nothing else about the, the yeah. patch, um, then there was one thing that I wanted to jump into before we go into just like some of the other topics, which was um, one of the tweets that was put out by BSG themselves directly, which was about the most popular types of ammo, the most popular types of helmets, and the most popular types of armor, which is kind of cool. I thought it was really cool when I first saw it, and the more I read it and the more I looked at it, I was like, Huh. This is actually like less and less cool the more the more I think about it, which is almost a bit of a shame in some ways, because part of the problem was I don't we don't really know what time frame this was over. And I think, well, it sort from looking at the stats and given that they produced it now, I'm pretty sure that it's just gonna be like from day one and wiped to now. And so right. <clears throat> you've got this kind of like weird interplay of it's an average of all the rounds. So let's look, look think about the ammo chart for a minute, which basically mm-hmm. says 11.4% of all rounds or the most, it says the most popular types of ammo, which I'm interpreting to be the number of rounds fired. Um, oh, right, in a, right. In a particular raid, yeah. right? Because that, that's what I think it would be as opposed to rounds like brought into raids. Because that's, the, the, you know, yeah, or purchased or something. Maybe it's purchases too. It could be purchases instead, actually. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, but there's... anyway. There's a few ways it could have been done. 11% yeah. was 7.62 PS, 
Fair enough. It's a good round. Um, 9.2%, 9 by 19 PST. Okay. 5.3%, uh, 545 PS. <laughs> kind of interesting. Um, 5.2% M855 for 556. And then BT is 5%, BP is 4%, M80 is 4%, 56A1 is 4%, etc. So it's sort of like, you know, it's the it's the rounds that people tend to use. There's a couple of weird ones in there, like 545 PS. Like, are people buying that much 545 PS? I'm not sure. Um, 55 people did actually buy quite a lot of that. But anyway, the fact that it looks to me like it was from the beginning of the wipe anyway means you've got this mm. weird average across the whole of then and now. So if 3.9% of people are using 762BP, well, does that mean that now it's like loads of people are using it because nobody was using it at the start kind of thing? And that's ramped up and now the average is 4%. Combined with the fact that it depends on how it was done because at the beginning of the wipe, there are always just more people playing. So it's yeah. like more weighted towards the early game anyway, if, depending right. on how you did the stats. So like the more I read through, I was just like, damn, I just don't, I just don't know whether this is actually of, of any use really. Um, and I think there was a tweet that, was it Trey who posted it or something? And he was like, I find it very hard to believe that more people use 76251M993 than either 545BS, 762M62, or, and there was another one, um, like 4.6FMJ for the MP7. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that was this. Oh, no, 762x54PS. That was it. Um, which is kind of like, yeah, M993 has like 2.2%, and then BS was like 1.8, M62 was 1.7, and um, and then even like LPS was like 1.5%. So I, don't, I, don't, I just don't really know what to make of that, honestly. Like I tried to make heads or tails of the ammo chart, but it's just, it's, yeah. So I didn't really delve too deep into the charts, but it, I guess it can't be based on purchases because you can't purchase M993, correct? That's correct. a very good point. So it has yes. to be shots fired, I'd assume. Yeah, that's, that's weird. A, I, I haven't looked at the point. chart. Mm. I'm gonna pull that up. Well, it's on there. Yeah, Twitter, no, that's, right? that's a that's yeah. a very good point actually. That's that's uh, that's good. So that rules out some of the ways that this could have been this could have been done. That's that is very interesting. That's very yeah. That's weird. That's weird because yeah. it it's almost and it's it's probably not a percentage. It's not like uh, the percentage is probably like in terms of how many times it's been shot rather than per person because i would assume that like right now the those those stats would be so different I, i'm sure some of those top rounds aren't even being used right now by the, mm-hmm. like half the player base yeah exactly so, well it's it is it is definitely yeah that's definitely an interesting one um but yeah, and the, there's a couple of others too there's like the the helmets one and the armors one as well i think the armors one is probably the most interesting but the helmets one is quite funny because basically ratniks are like 14 percent uh peter's helmet 13 which is fine and then ulax as number three at 6.4 very very popular extremely popular um but the one that i pointed out actually on my twitter which i thought was quite funny was the the ulac in tan it's like four percent usage of all helmets so this is like usage of all helmets it's not like four percent of players are wearing the tan ulac it's like not every player mm-hmm. wears a helmet so it's if okay, you encounter right, a helmet right yeah so if you encounter a helmet that player has a four percent chance of having a tan ulac on but i was like four percent of people are, are pretty crazy because that helmet is like you know it's like having the big bullet symbol targeted on your head i understand <laughs> the black you like that makes sense and it's it's expensive but it does at least do what it should be whereas the uh, yeah the coyote tan you like i just I don't, I don't get it man i don't get it so lots of people apparently using that one which was is very confusing to me it's i wonder if that's because it gets dropped by the rogues a lot and a lot of people farming those maybe i don't know it could also be that yeah it, yeah. it could be that in theory I'm I'm not 100% sure. And then yeah, the, actually let me pull up there was my I, I had a I had a little note here. 
because I added them together because I thought this was at least interesting in some sense. Bear with me for two seconds. Because the last one was the actual armors themselves, which 9.5 was the rat rig. Eight. This is kind of what made me think that it, it must be from the beginning to now. 8% packer. Right, yeah. everyone uses it at the beginning, right? And then seven point seven percent the M Mac, the new the new rig, which again makes sense. It's very very good. The bar is mm-hmm. very cheap. Icon Troopers at six percent, Ulays at five point five, etc. So it then goes down into all the others. But if you tabulate them um, together, like I did, and add up all the percentages, it's class two is twelve percent, class three is eleven percent, class four is fifty seven percent, class five is thirteen percent, and class six is four percent basically so and mm. i mean it's not really a surprise that yeah. class four uh, is well over half of all armor used in the what game was... but it's kind of funny that le- the class two is and class four are both more than class three like class three is basically just skipped which yeah, we've, yeah, we've talked about before um people go from the packer and then they start buying the mm. rat rig and the mmac like straight away um yeah. and class three is just like bypassed basically well there's not even that many class threes right I mean, well, Very, I, maybe yeah, I should say, actually, there's got to be more class threes than there are class twos, right? Because class two, you only got Paka and Wait, there's the... only three, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's... The Paka, the green one, and the the M two, the white one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's what... a couple ceramic level threes, right? I, I literally don't yeah. even know the name of them because I just I do skip them because <laughs> yeah. they're heavy and they're yeah they're they're not worthwhile. Yeah, I know. It, I know the press armor. I like that one. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty decent one. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then what's uh, what's the other one that I'm thinking of? There's one that repairs pretty well. It's, it's blue. I can't even think of what it is right now. Oh, the Carasa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one's yeah, decent. that one's not too bad. That's not mm-hmm. too bad. And it drops on scabs quite a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that it just goes to show that, right? It's like class three is just skipped basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people just go straight to class four I, I still i don't know i'm still torn about class fours to whether you do get it too early and there's too much of it and it's too cheap i think it probably is too cheap still mm-hmm. i don't think necessarily the availability is is wrong because i actually think class five now is in a really good place because i i was worried at first because i thought that there was going to be too freely available once people got to the, those traders but because of the way that the the barters have changed and the way that people value those barters have changed understandably which is fine but it's kind of shifted everything up around that so you know the the redoot m which i used extensively last wipe and it was about 130k same with like the gen four mobility those are 250k on ragman i was like no one's ever going to buy this but then all of the others have kind of jumped up so you know it's expensive to buy the um the current because the diaries are more expensive so that's like 120k or something and then in the context of that, plus where the other armors that are sort of in the mid tiers, and it starts to kind of look, you know, it's okay. Like I've been doing the, I've been, I've been pushing the tactic heavily, and um, it seems like either they've changed the number that you can get per per loop, or there's less people buying it, which I don't ne- don't think that's necessarily true, but you, it does seem to be available quite a lot now. Um, but it's still, even if you get a good deal on the inputs, it's still 160k, so it's you know it's it's a decent decent price um which is why i think that the class fours could maybe be do a bit of a, a tweak upwards so i think on ragman they're like seventy thousand, but you never need to pay that because you just buy the rat rig or the, or the mac 
or the strand hog or there's like there's right. too many options or yeah or the naum2 which is like insane value that's like my favorite class four rig at ragman three because um especially when you go in and you do like the the chain of barters you get like the three chainlets you swap them for the three face visors and then you buy <laughs> like three glasses super cheap for like 8k each and you're like dude i managed to get this armor it's like thirty-eight thousand rubles for this <laughs> this thing and it's like it's better than all the others i, lo- I love that stuff so much i uh, just it just yeah i'm a i'm a real nerd that was losing <laughs> being a real nerd today <laughs> yeah it's so good it's so good um yeah so uh, that was that was the stats i mean i i love it when they post stuff like this because you always you can always like glean something of interest out of it even mm. if it's a little bit jumbled up because we, we've had them post things about scav karma and how many pmcs and um and yeah. people were killed and you can kind of work out like the average survival rate of a player and stuff like this like if you if you delve in you can always like get some interesting information out of it but um yeah, this one was it was it was a bit mixed. It was a bit mixed, and the time frames maybe a little bit too long to really get enough out of it. But um, it's interesting stuff nonetheless for me, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would I love, love to see love the data. Love to see a snapshot of like this past month. That would be really interesting. Mm. Yeah, it'd be cool if they did kind of like yeah monthly breakdowns on the data or something. I'd I'd I would love that. Yeah, that'd be. Cool. I would definitely love that. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, next topic. Actually, I have a, this is going to throw everything for a curveball, but I had a question for you two. And um, earlier, mm-hmm. you, you were talking about your channel, Abney, and um, how you got started. And you had the customs jump video that you really didn't expect to go off, and it did really well, and it's still doing really well. And, um, you know, Giga, you've, you had similar stories and, and my question to you guys is, do you find it difficult to sort of like be creative, but in a sense that I want to be creative, but I want to perform well also for in favor of the YouTube algorithm. And I guess like, what's sort of like the thought process or the struggles or or how do you like overcome that because i can see how it's like you can get in sort of like a mental block but then all of a sudden you just like have a throw essentially a throwaway video i mean not not that you you know did any lazy work on the video but it's just like oh whatever i'll just put it out and then it just like people just gobble it up like it's gold you know like how like what are your guys thoughts on on this i mean i guess uh, I don't mind. Do you want? Do you want to go first? Like you, you, you yeah, yeah. Sure. So I, I could definitely, uh, yeah. That's definitely happened to me before, and you know, even the amount of times it's happened, and then I still put the video out, and you know, like I'll come up with all the sorts. Because if you've seen some of my videos, it's kind of all over the place. I do some tutorials, I do some fun stuff, I do some challenges and stuff like that, and I really just like making whatever I feel like making. Which mm-hmm. that comes, you know, that comes in. Like, obviously, my tutorial stuff, Tarkov's a learning game, and people need to learn. Um, so those ones do well. Um, but some of the creative ones or the fun ones, they may not do as well. So it may, like, hinder my my uh, motivation to do those kind of challenges or do fun stuff. But I know I want to mix that stuff in because I don't always want to do tutorials forever. Um, I always want to have tutorials. But so I would definitely, I would definitely say that sometimes depending on how well I think they're going to do is kind of depends on what I make. So, or we'll, we'll kind of uh, dictate what I make in, in the end. But 
I try to do what I like, you know, what's fun and um, just go from there. So definitely does have a, the algorithm definitely does have a, a play in, in my head sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I guess like from my perspective, you've kind of got there's like a few elements to it. There's yeah. It's it's tricky because there's like there's there's lots of there's lots of inputs to like what ends up becoming a video or what doesn't end up becoming a video. I mean, the way that I usually start with this stuff is I have I have a Google Docs or I have a Google spreadsheet basically. And anytime like anything interesting like crosses my mind or whatever, I just write it down. It doesn't really matter what it is. It could be it could be anything. It could be just like random random stuff. And I'm just like, oh, this is interesting, or this is interesting, or this is interesting. And I just kind of write them down in a big list. And then when I'm thinking about, okay, what do I want to do next? And I just kind of like read through the list. It sort of gives me ideas. And it, a lot of my stuff tends to be from recent-ish experience. So I kind of think, okay, well, I'm done with this now. Now I want to look at this. And it it depends on whether there's a particular mechanic that I'm interested in learning about. Because a lot of the time I find that there's there's things in the game that I want to learn about that I haven't spent the full time looking at yet, but I want to. And so that that sort of process of like me learning and understanding something in particular like the durability thing that ends up just becoming its video it's like the video becomes kind of like the process of me trying to like just explore this particular topic because i don't know what the answer is when i'm starting making the video but the journey to the answer is what what matters and then there's other ones which is kind of like okay well i think this is good because i've been using it or because of this that and the other factors so i'm going to put it out there but then there's there's kind of like an oh there's like two overlays over the top of this i would say the first one being Oh, it's less about like the YouTube algorithm, like in, in inverted commas. It's kind of like, where is the, where do I think the, the broad, like the, the player spectrum is from like people who are level one to like level, you know, 70 or something. Where do I think everybody is? And where do I think like the maximum like value is for people within that, within that grouping? And how does that fit with my audience too? Because like due to level 70, you're not watching my vids. So you have to think about that, like who, who's actually watching and who, who will this get sent out to in the first place? Um, and so it can that kind of like it plays sort of hand in hand with the algorithm, I suppose, because it's like, well, more people are going to be watching it. So more people will click on it because it's interesting to more people. So the algorithm will like it. But at the same time, it's also thinking from the same element of how can I provide value or help or assistance or something interesting for the, like the widest variety of people. So those those two things are kind of like it's it's like, yes, it's the algorithm. but It's also like, oh, this is also a good thing. Um, but then sometimes it's like, well, I want to make something that's slightly off from what I think might be like the optimum. Because it's basically like, you know, there's like a meta fit for the video yeah. that you want to make. Um, yeah. And But sometimes it's just like, I don't want to make that video. So I'll make something that's what I want to make, but it still kind of fits into those categories. Like I actually had the worst like-dislike ratio I have ever had on any video. And to be fair, and it's not, it's actually not that bad, right? Because it's not, you know, it's a Tarkov tutorial video. But the M4 video that I put out, was probably the worst timing of any video that I could ever have made because I had created it like four days before releasing it, right? I'd like finished the edit. So I'd, I was already scripting it like a week before. Finished the edit and I like, had the gameplay, whatever. And then like two days before release, literally everybody took their collective bats and just pummeled 556 all over Twitter, all over YouTube, all over Reddit. And my video is just like, guys, you can use the M4. And everyone was just like, you suck. 556 sucks. This video sucks. Like, use the SCAR, use the MDR, use the SR25, use any other gun other than this. The, the M4 is dead, dude. It's like old news. Like, what are you on about, basically? And I was like, 
eh, whatever. I had fun using it. So if you want to use it and like you want to do peacekeeping mission, or whatever, then like here's the video for it. It's fine. But um, I kind of like I could see that coming in the build up to it, and I was just like, <laughs> well, it was made now, so off it goes. Um, oh man! And then and then the the other overlay for it is there's some things that I really 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 want to make. But it's going to take me like twenty hours to do the research, and so I and so I won't make it because I I just can't at the moment. I would I'd love to have more time dedicated to doing that stuff, and that most of those ones come with like testing with um, people who are willing to do it. You know, people in the community who've offered before to say I'll help you test this and blah blah blah. But these things they just take ages. You have to organize them. You have to get all the footage from like multiple people, like testing armor and ammo and this stuff. And I'd love to do it, but like I just I just can't. And so there's there's that time overlay as well of like how long is this video going to may it takes for me to make um as well to do that but i would say broadly i make the stuff that i want to make um i find it quite fun just like you know making the right thing at the right time as well like trying to time the videos is part of what i kind of enjoy about like the the strategy of it i suppose because it's Mm -hmm. kind of like as i said it's like helping as most people as, as that you can at the time and um you know, I see people and it's it's fair enough. Some people, they all rush at the beginning of the wipe to put out the meta builds. But like, I never bother with that because like no one really needs a meta build at the start. So I wait until later because then people are thinking, oh, I wonder what the best recoil is on this gun now that I've got level three and four traders. And I'm just like, here you go. Here it is. Because mm-hmm. that's when people are asking the question. People aren't really asking the question on day one. So I kind of enjoy that strategy anyway, just in and of itself. So that sort of comes um, comes sort of naturally, I suppose, because I think it's, it's quite cool. But uh yeah, I don't know. Does that answer your question? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting <laughs> to hear both of you talk, and I feel like I need to go back and rewind, and I, that I missed some important stuff there. But <laughs> yeah, because one of the things that sometimes I feel like happens is, you know, working with Airwing and sort of behind the scenes is like we'll produce a video, and you know, it'll be really good, right? Or it'll do really good by the algorithm. And it's like, you know, how can we recapture that <laughs> success into another video? And it's like, I don't know. It's just like a weird thing. You know, it's kind of like you said, like with the meta, like, you know, back in the earlier YouTube days, one of the YouTube's metas was reaction gameplay mm-hmm. videos. People were just like reacting to gameplay or reacting to clips. You know, that was like a whole meta phase. And I guess Tarkov has like a bit of that. And then it sort of like puts you in a weird spot where like if you can't like you know, you know like reproduce it or or I guess I don't know it's just like sometimes there's like this weird game of like chasing the you guys you guys like this content you guys want this content it's like okay fine I'll give you more of this content you know but then if it doesn't perform as well and that was your goal from the get go was like you know let me let me get the most performance I can out of this video or whatever. And it's like, now that's not happening. Like, I don't know. There's like some weird stuff going on. And it's such a weird place to navigate. Cause you can get in like this mental block. It's like, well, you know, I don't want to do something new because it's my goal is to get this big view count on, you know, this video. And so it's like, how do you do, how do you navigate that space? Yeah. You know, it's, it's tricky. I was going to just say, there's one yeah. thing that we didn't really talk about. And, you know, there's the topic of whatever you're making the video about, but there's one thing that I feel like is so big and that's the thumbnail. I feel like the thumbnail makes all the difference in my head. So like, that's the, that's what I always try to think about. Sometimes even before I make the video, I'll, I'll make the thumbnail. Cause mm. like, like I mentioned before, I do have some, um, you know, graphic design background and 
yeah and it's relevant to my my job right now but it's like i think about how people will click on this video and 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 sometimes i feel like it's not even the topic it's just how interesting the, the thumbnail is yeah. If, yeah. if people click on it or not and so that's one thing that I always think about before I create the video. Like, how am I going to pose this video? And, I, you know, I, you know, Giga, yours are always so consistent, but I kind of did some experimenting throughout the few, like a few months and trying to find my, my style, my thumbnail style and stuff like that. But, you know, just how I can make things more interesting. Like if you've ever delved into the, the Rust community and seen their <laughs> thumbnails, it's literally like master piece masterpieces like just actual artwork as their thumbnails and it's it's just so crazy but nobody in tarkov really does that except maybe like bear tx and and some of you know some of the the more cinematic uh youtubers mm -hmm. but yeah it's 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 more like your typical gun screenshots and stuff like that right now but right yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I mean, one one fun thing about my channel is that you can like I'm not a graphic designer. I never have been. I'm not an expert in that stuff whatsoever. I spend some, you know, I, 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 sometimes I do the thumbnail at the end, but it is it is important. And I do try to think about like you know whether it's going to be good or not, whatever. And I do spend time like tinkering with them and, and whatnot. But it's quite, what's quite funny is if you look back through my channel, you can basically see like the entire history of like me and um, my adobe <laughs> suite skills changing as time goes on because you can go right back That's to the cool, beginning though. and the and the, the thumbnails are like atrocious they're like so bad at the beginning like really really terrible um and you can see me experimenting right at the beginning like two years ago when i first started That's the cool, channel though. so um so it's quite it's quite yeah. funny yeah and the same with the video editing stuff too but it's like you know the, the thumbnail and the title it's like the wrapper around the chocolate right the the the, the um the candy inside needs to be tasty but the wrapper has to be inviting, otherwise no one's going to buy it, right? It's mm -hmm. like it's the marketing around the around the product. It's just the the way things work, unfortunately. And um, yeah, I've I've kind of like found a style for me that works that I can do that doesn't take too long. Especially with the gun ones, um, I spend I spend much more time on the ones that aren't the weapons ones because like the weapons ones, I've kind of got a formula that I think people like kind of know that you 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 still have to you've watched enough, right? You can just you can look at a thumbnail and you know who's created. Um, yeah. the video you don't yeah. even need to read the the author right you can just tell just by literally <laughs> looking at the thumbnail whose video it is which is kind of cool yeah and i think that i probably got to that stage with the weapons ones especially for like yeah. my regular audience like they'll see it and they know with the, with that particular font and the way that the yeah. you know the, the thing's edited then it's, it's probably one of mine which is cool but like the the other ones i spend like ages because i'm I, f I find that quite difficult i find the thumbnail probably one of the worst parts of creation for me personally just because like i'm just not i'm just not really that an artistic kind of person like i'm much much more heavily on the science than the numbers <laughs> and um trying to you know create like a, a you know beautiful thumbnail for people i find quite difficult but it's very interesting because i what church and you were saying abney is that i don't actually think that, there was a few metas we've gone through even like they're, they're short little mini metas we had like the low recoil stuff with like the rounds and like minimizing recoil on different weapons there was kind of a meta for people making videos on that um, I don't actually think we're necessarily in a meta right now. There seems to be, it's gone a bit more sporadic. It's like everyone's just kind of gone back to doing the stuff they usually do. But thumbnails, there definitely is a meta appearing. And there's uh, the people doing the 3D graphical thumbnails. And there's like, yeah, as I've, you know, I mentioned Trey before, but he's one of the guys who's um, getting, is he, is he called, there's a, there's a guy called like Chocolate something. And there's another guy called like there's Penguin, not I think. Penguin. There's a couple of guys. Yeah, Penguin yeah, not and him. Chocolate and the other guy, Eggnog, yeah. yeah and they're making like three thumbnails for various people. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. And I think this all got started by, well, sort of, or maybe the 
the first person that I saw doing this anyway was um, was Swamp Fox. It's different. It's not the same style as what people are yeah. doing now, but actually paying a graphic designer or a graphic artist to like create just both thumbnails for each one. And it's like, you know, here's a kind of um, well, cartoon style, I suppose, which is his own thing, which is which is cool. But yeah, that yeah. attracted a lot of attention to his channel when he first started doing it. Yeah. He's very, very different. Um, and that's kind of what, you know, these guys have is that 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 sort of thumbnail meta is kind of forming um mm -hmm. yeah. so it's it's interesting that you said that but yeah like this is it's it's its own whole world of, yeah. of craziness so we'll, we'll see we'll see where it goes even beside beside that though there's also the the videos that do so well that's just literally a screenshot of the game have you seen those yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally just in-game screenshot and it's like a little 30 40 second video and i'm just like dude that's crazy it's like i think one of the the one of the best um one of the best performing videos that i've seen because it keeps getting uh it keeps getting it's like tarkov in 30 seconds or something like that <laughs> like i don't know well there's there's one from uh, oh those ones do amazing well yeah those shorts but there's one called suppressed sniper by anton it's got like a million views from like two years ago and it keeps what? getting shown to me all the like constantly the youtube desperately wants me to watch this video and it's just like the SV98 mid reload and it just says suppress knife at the top and that's it. It's very, very simple. Um Dude, yeah, there's still a there's still a big audience that likes the simple thumbnails and and I can't do those because then it would it wouldn't even match with my channel. So it's like they're just clicking on it because it looks like basic, you know, basic thumbnail, but I have to have some sort of theme going or it drives me nuts. So I have to stay away from it. But yeah. It it does work. I will I say that 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 video did inspire me a little bit when I made the VPO two on five thumbnail and I called mine. I just literally had the picture of the gun and just called it budget sniper. And that was the one that I made this wipe and that's got 140 K views. So just saying it seemed to work. <laughs> I, I got to look at that. Cause I do remember that, that video, but I didn't remember the thumbnail. So, you yeah, know, some... it's quite straightforward, but it's similar to the style of the other ones I do, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I had that in the back of my mind. I was like, hi, oh, if I put that in the, in the name, like on the screen, it's kind of like a similar thing. Maybe it'll work. And it seemed to, so I don't know, man, it's such a crazy thing. You're always yeah. second guessing yourself. Mm -hmm. Yep. But that's, what's fun. That's what's so fun about it. It's like a, yeah. a whole nother challenge in itself. Exactly. It's got its own learning curve on top of, on top of the Tarkov learning curve. Yeah. It's like this whole nother world of, of, of extra things. Right. So, yeah, Church, does uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now no, that was something that that popped in my head <laughs> earlier when Abney was talking, and it came back, and I was like, you know, let me, but yeah, my brain is sporadic. So, transition. <laughs> Have any of you done any videos in regards to strength leveling? Because I've seen a couple of videos circulate recently. I don't think I have. I did one about leveling skills in general, but that was a while ago. Okay. And it was mostly focused around like vitality and stuff because that was like the hideout blockers, but never around strength. But and I've never. But this is the thing: I've never really researched it, so I'm not really an authority on it. So I haven't ever made a, a video on it. It's like the reason why I've never made an interchange map guide. It's the one, one, the one basic map that I've never made a guide to because I'm awful at that map. So I, like, I can't tell anyone else about it. I hate it. I hate it. It's so dark. Oh no, I'm alone. Just me and Killer. <laughs> What kind yeah. of monitor do you have? Because I go blind on that map. Well, dude, to be fair, I've been playing in the dark <laughs> recently because it's the only way you can see. It feels so like you turn, you turn all the lights, lights off. off. Yeah, I mean, it's like dude, just the monitor, dude. The map's already pitch black. Like it's not even hurting my eyes. It's just like 
a dim glare interchange player metas is just turn your <laughs> shut your shades yeah, turn get blackout curtain put your blinders on because that's the only way you're seeing the map dude oh it's goodness. it's rough actually we were i was talking about my buddies the other day and it's like ever since they did the the power update where you can flip the switch that would turn on the power they reworked the lighting yeah. And the map as a whole, like I guess it's like the global illumination. I don't know. I was talking to someone yeah. about it too as well, and it's like it's just really rough, man. It's just like you. I just there's like a gray film, and then there's fog on the map for whatever reason. Yeah. Like it's it's such a poor experience. I hope they they work because I I I love like the structure yeah, of the right. map, like fighting in the mall, dude. There's just like. like Oh man, you could just like these rotations you could do. It's I love it, but yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, imagine the lighting actually seeing into to rooms, seeing around you, and it would actually be a, a awesome experience to play that map. But there's just so many corners to hide in. As soon as somebody hears you, they're gonna sit in the mm -hmm. dark corner and wait for you. And it's just like the whole time I'm playing that map, I'm I'm trying to focus so hard, I'm getting a headache just like like trying mm -hmm. to focus so hard at, on on seeing and that's that's just not how i want to play the game is it's crazy and i agree it's right around when they they did the switch where where yeah. the lighting is affected by the the power that's when it got even worse so that was always like people were saying oh the, they're doing a lighting update this wipe and they made it worse so i was like oh no i can't play this map I so plan to change in such a bad way. I literally just roam around the outside like it's terrible. I, I genuinely, and then like I dip in the inside to do something, and then I come straight back out again. And like I have some, I have actually had some okay fights outside. Like it's kind of, it's kind of fun mm -hmm. around like sort of the scab encampment bit up by the bridge over at Power Station. And I'm just like, oh, I don't, I don't go in the mall now. I don't go in there. I, I might fight around in the back, the back section of um of Goshan maybe, but yeah. the actual mall itself, like oh god. Because, because of lighting, or what? yeah, because of lighting, I can't see anything, and I don't want to change my um, all of my yeah. stuff and all my post effects to to just play that one map. I'm just not going to play there. Yeah, yep. I have a one in my friend group. One of the guys, he, he, that's the reason why he won't go to that map is because he doesn't want to sit there and calibrate. And what's even worse about it is you, if you try to use MVGs, the lighting's like in that weird zone, or perhaps it's not like the lighting level, but the maps global illumination i don't know but mm. you that are they're like hardly a like there's some spots that you can use them in but for 90 yeah. percent in the interchange you just can't use you can't see anything so and then yeah. it's like oh you just use your flashlight but the flashlight there's like a gray mist fog where you can't see you just can't see on the map and it's it's i i understand everyone's pain but j jumping yeah. back to yes there's a question about strength Yes. And and I asked you guys. So I saw a video from I'm gonna say his name wrong, but it's like Ragnar, Rag Rag Ragnar. I don't I don't know how to say his name. But um he had like a guide on leveling I think strength and endurance and the tech he featured, I guess, or the I don't know if you call it an exploit, but essentially how the calculations work, how it calculates the skill for strength and endurance at least is once once you finish your sprint then the game calculates all that distance travel and then applies the point and so how that works is at the start of a raid you don't have any skill exhaustion which for those that didn't know 
there's this mechanic called skill exhaustion at the start of a raid you get like 129 percent bonus to leveling skills and then after a certain threshold it drops to like what is it 100 percent, and it drops to like uh 70 like 17 goes down and yeah it goes down uh, to like 60 for a while and then 30 and then i think it does actually get to zero for some of them yeah yeah it, mm. can, it can get to like zero or four percent so yeah things like this and um so essentially what you can do you pop stems to extend your stamina bar right uh, like sj6 that will give you more stamina and also regen stamina so you can sprint for really long distance so start a raid, you pop that, you get full stamina, and you just sprint. And just keep sprinting, just keep sprinting. Don't hit any bushes, because if you hit a bush, it'll, it'll stop, right? It'll, you'll lose that, that speed, it will start the calculation. Because what happens is, once you do your full sprint, it will take that number. So let's say you sprinted for like two kilometers or something. It'll take that number and apply it to the 129% bonus. And will instantly drop you down to the to wherever you should be. So you can get like this free bonus points in leveling strength and endurance. And so I, I took that and I was like trying to come up with ways to really, you know, take this to the next level, you know, because I was playing with my buddies from in Shoreline and it kind of makes sense for that map. I mean, if you want to go to the resort and duke it out. It just makes sense. Like every spawn, even like the god spawn, you might as well just pop it because you can just get to the rooms faster. So, you know, I was like, how can I, how can I level strength? Because one of my goals for this wipe is to get max strength and like kind of compare the from my level one account and level for the account. So what I've been doing is there's these shotgun mags from Jaeger, um, and I don't know if you guys have seen them, but they're five round shotgun mags, and they weigh almost a whole kilogram so i've been buying tea bags and slings putting them in my bag right ensuring the bags so ensure it's the mags because the old method was just shotgun shells but you know that's wasting rubles you gotta throw them out you know we're gonna get this back in insurance so i go on interchange no you know i got my backpack got my rig drum mag in no mags just like you know empty slots everywhere I loot everything, pop the SJ6, run, drop my bag, run. So I get strength and then I get endurance and then I'm out in like seven minutes, right? And I'm just doing this over and over. My insurance is just full of these like tea bags and these shotgun shells and it's just coming back and it's constantly like I'm, I'm so like, this has got to be, there's definitely probably not intended behavior that VSG wants to see, but it's to me, it's the most official way because I can literally. Like I've sometimes I've just debated like running in, killing a scab, and just running back out because you don't want to get a run through. I guess. I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter. Like, there's so many ways you can do it, but kind of how I'm doing it is I want to make some money and also level strength. So I'll just loot a couple tech stores, shove a couple GPUs at my butt, you know, this and that and the other. And um, in the last since we last spoke, Giga, I've been on this, and I think I've gone up like. <sighs> five levels probably like i've i figured it out a full sprint i can get about nine points in wow. so if i do almost what is that 10 10 raids we'll, we'll say like 12 raids a day i can get one level in strength so just like every day yeah every day <laughs> so just gotta keep on pretty good yeah it's pretty good i just i don't i don't really know 
we'll see if it's worth it or not. I mean, I'm, I'm, we've talked about strength a little bit last swipe, and I'm, I'm super interested to see how it plays out. Um, I don't know. I've, I've been talking for a while, so let me pass it to Abney. What are your thoughts on skills and elite skills and elite perks? Because I know this has kind of been a topic within the Tarkov community for quite some time. Yeah, man. Skills and, and the elites are just, they're weird. Some of them are mm-hmm. cool. Some of them are OP and I don't like. I, I do think it is something to work for. Um, it's very grindy. And, you know, yeah. right now I think uh, with strength, I've just been doing it pretty naturally. But it is something I focused on um, every raid I went into that I was actually using gear. I would, you know, if I was at like 28 kilos, I would at least top it off with some shotgun, you know, shotgun slots or a shotgun ammo slots so that I would get over that threshold, do my initial sprint and then drop the, you know, drop the rounds yeah. off. Um, and I'm at 26, um, strength. So, and I haven't played a lot recently cause I've been so busy with like family stuff. I've been traveling to Tennessee a couple times last month. And, um, so yeah, I think if I, if I played consistently and, and did a lot, I'd probably be similar strength as you church. Um, but I, the, the wipe I did get to like 56, it was like my, my grind wipe. It's like before I made, <laughs> made stuff and I just played, I got cap of that, that wipe as well. But nice. I think I got really high strength and, and, and I, I really liked it. Like I loved how it felt. And mm. when you, when it, and when wipe actually hits, you feel like you can't do anything. You're, you're so weak. You're so slow. <laughs> it's just like, Oh God, this is terrible. But um, as for the elites, there's a couple that really that really bother me, and I'm actually gonna be making a video of you know that's very similar of it. Um, the perception you guys know about the perception elite skill and mm-hmm. how your PMC literally gains better hearing the longer they live. So you basically like right now, mine's my my perceptions at like 17, I think 17 or something, maybe 19, and I can hear 15% further than a pmc that's at level one and i just find that absurd and i don't know what max is uh i really don't but that means that you know you're gonna be hearing people so much further than other people that just started the game simply because you played longer i or you know maybe looted more or or whatever but i just find it, it it it's a weird gameplay style where if you're hearing stuff first you could ambush almost anybody as long as you have more experience than them. So I just think it's, it's kind of a, a weird, a weird, per, like the perception, if they just remove that, that buff, the hearing further, mm-hmm. I think, I think perception skill, you know, with the dot showing up for loot and stuff, I think that would be fine. But um, so your problem yeah. with perception is not necessarily the elite level perk of the loot mm-hmm. proximity, more so just the incremental, gains through essentially having hours versus a level one you know fresh fresh out of the box he's at the yeah. rough roadblock by customs where it says welcome to tarkov and you hear him a mile away that's kind of your issue there yeah yeah i i don't, I don't know if, about you guys but the older you get do you feel like your hearing's getting better i i don't know <laughs> i think that's how it works firing guns all raid and and for you know 300 or 300 raids you think your hearing's gonna get better i but maybe not so i think that's just a weird skill in general um as for max level strength oh man you literally only use the it's only the weight of your backpack so uh, the items in your backpack everything mm-hmm. else is negated so it's pretty op i mean 
you, you can do some fat boy raids for sure. Yeah, and I think I do. I, yeah, I, I agree with you, honestly. I think perception is one of those silly things that gives an advantage that's just, it's not. I don't know why it feels different for perception versus some of the other things, like being able to run further or whatever. I think I think it's probably because audio is so important and it's that there's nobody knows quite what the perception number really means and it's very hard to test, but it means that at some level you can hear somebody without them even being able to hear you at all. And I think it's that threshold there. It's not necessarily the volume or anything, but it's that threshold of hearing someone or not hearing somebody that really matters. Whereas if you're sprinting, it's like someone gets there slightly quicker than, than you did, but it's not quite the same gulf as like someone hears you and they stop, but you don't hear them, so you carry right. on. And then yeah. and then they then they shoot you and you're like, oh, how did the guy know I was there? And it's like, well, he heard you first because he's got level yeah. four to perception, you've got level five. And I think yeah. that's why it feels so rough because um, yeah. it's so important in, in Tarkov and it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of thresholdy, which is kind of bad. I mean, I, it would be kind of interesting if they did with the strength thing I wish that rather than giving all of the all of the perk up, up well I say up front but all of the perk in one lump at level 51 it'd be better I think if they did something more interesting even maybe not necessarily a skill tree but something where you get things as you go along potentially if you hit certain thresholds so like 10 20 30 40 you get something and even if you're going to keep the the final one as the same then maybe it'd be the helmet's got no weight on it or the gun has no weight and so you, you cool. get something as you go along because then it would also mean that it's less impactful right at the end when you get all of it yeah. it feels less busted and then if it feels broken as it as you go along then well maybe the whole thing needs to be toned down yeah so mm -hmm. i would quite like that because so few people get to that max level and yeah it should be good but at the same time I do think it should be a little bit more scaled in some sense. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I don't like know. Like, would a skill tree even work? Yeah, like a perks. I, like yeah, a perk, exactly. Yeah, you choose this or choose that, but there's like a downside. I don't know. Yeah, that would be like really that. interesting if, if there was like, like pros and cons. Like either you lose mm. something or maybe you lose the other option. That would could be yeah. like a cost. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really interesting. Like that's like old school RPGs where where yeah. advantages can also be disadvantages. Yeah, like yeah, um, I love those kind of things. Maybe you could like see better at night, but during the day you couldn't see as well. Like I don't know how they would make that work, but you know, blinded well, it daylight. <laughs> yeah, vampire. <laughs> <laughs> things like that would be really cool. So I kind of what I'm hearing a couple of things. You know, when talking about perception, it sounded like the the issue wasn't necessarily that you gain points or you gain percentage values when leveling it's more so the value of perception like the actual what the skill actually does which is so valuable um and i you know thinking about it pretty guys talking it's like well how would you actually like account for that you know you could crouch walk <laughs> everywhere but it's just that's just not realistic or reasonable thing to ask i think like you're gonna like there's going to be times where you have to move from point A to point B and you can't move at snail's pace, in my opinion. So yeah. there's that element. And then there's the element we're talking about strength where I think what we're saying is that the elite, and feel free to you know interrupt me, that the elite perk is really where the value is at. Um, and that there's not really, from what we're saying, there's not really an issue with the points going up one by one but just having that perk unlock at level 51 like for example i'm not doing 
this ridiculous strength training to hit level 50 and stop. I'm doing hit level 51. I want the I want the perk, dude. I want I want to see what it feels like. So with that being said and sort of like framing it. And then there's the last thing, which is like the philosophical outlook is like, should players have these advantages built into the game due to grind mechanics or sinking in time? Like, is that, is it fair? I don't, you know, I I don't know. I mean, Tarkov is designed in a way where, you know, level one can meet a level 69 or whatever max level is in the same raid. There is no skill-based matchmaking that we know of. Did, did they talk about having some type of matchmaking? Oh, God, I hope not. I don't think so. Right, That'd so it's just, <laughs> it's just, yeah, you're, you're, you know, you're, but you have that RPG system where traditionally you would have, like, a level one zone and, like, all the level one players are there. And, you know, then you have, like, the high level zone and all the high level players are there. But that's kind of, like, broken in Tarko. So you sort of have, like, these two overlapping things going on and, and, how does it all play out in the grand scheme of things? I mean, they've nerfed what strength does and endurance does. Um, back in the day when I got it, illegitimately, um, I did the I did the glitch. I I just I just thought I would never, I would never reach that. Like that's ridiculous. I'm never gonna reach that. And then I saw a YouTube video. I was like, okay, well, yeah, let me try this with my buddy. And dude, it was insane. It was insane back then. Like we like, of course, we're going from like probably like level 10 level 5 strength to max you know the, the, obviously it's gonna be insane but just like what you could do like it probably took me two full sprints to go from one interchange extract railway all the way to emercom and you could just like bunny hop like it was insane back then and so i know they i know they nerfed it since then mm-hmm. but i guess with all that in mind like what do you guys think that what's like a the best approach i guess you know like how could they bring in these ideas into line still keeping because some people will say just remove the skills just remove the skills and that's just like you know you know we want to keep some of the rpg and i think obviously uh bsg wants to keep that element and i really like that element so like how can we make these two ideas work you think uh, I mean, like my my quick thoughts on it is basically like yes. there's some skills that are just I think they're just too they're too far the, the wrong way. There's some skills that no one really cares about, right? And in in my in my opinion, Tarkov is at its best. Like Tarkov is an asymmetric game by its definition, and it is an unfair game by its definition. But usually, I like to keep that unfairness to gear and economics, not necessarily to things that are fundamental so even the run speed thing like i don't think anybody really thinks that like you know max endurance makes a big difference but it doesn't it's not game breaking you can still play without it like the reason why perception feels so bad i've was was thinking about it while you were talking about why it feels terrible because it just does it feels really really awful and it was it's the audio equivalent is if they had a, a skill called seeing in the game right and Mm -hmm. the more you played the greater the draw distance was and new players just literally couldn't see you outside yeah. of 100 meters and if you're a more experienced player that's been playing longer you, than you could that's what yeah. it's the audio equivalent of that and that's why it feels so so bad and mm-hmm. so i i just think at the moment the system yes it rewards grind some of the top level things are, are really really op but they don't really matter because hardly anybody gets them so it's kind of kind of whatever i mean i actually don't really have that much of a problem with the skill system really because so few people get to super high level and most of the time 
Does it really make a difference? You can kind of play around being low level. Like there's there's ways to there's ways to play around it with skill, but I want systems that promote players to be able to outplay other people to be the deciding factor. And but then also that you know the gear does have to be a deciding factor as well in some sense, right? It's it's just it's just true. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. I'd 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 favor something that more gradually rewards players over time in an interesting way, and that's why I think that the idea of having yeah, some kind, maybe some kind of perk tree. I don't really know how that would even work, to be honest. You'd have to make it in a in a way that made sense, or maybe you'd have to work towards a particular perk, but going towards one would stop you getting another. And you'd and you'd do it naturally, but you'd decide on those things you wanted to work towards. I don't know, so, something like that. But something that means that players have to decide because at the moment they just it just goes passively in the background. Like, yeah, you could cheese it, but that's also not intended. So yeah. right now, it just feels the whole thing just feels kind of bad and um in some cases gives you huge advantages just for playing a ton which is not necessarily like smart or clever or anything like that you'd have to use the skills you'd have to you know it's like in in a mobile or whatever you know some of the high level items well they, they have like actives that need to be used in a particular way to make them good you know that kind of thing it's like there's not really any of that in, in eft it's just oh, you just better and so there you go and it's just it's like it's just kind of it's just it's not very interesting it's not i want, I want to make it more interesting it should be more interesting yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And uh, just another thing about the perception, I was also thinking about the other side of that. So say, you know, say I'm a high level player, I'm I'm really high level, and I my perceptions maxed or whatever. As I'm going through this wipe, I'm, you know, I'm a competitive gamer. And I, you know, I've played a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, like, uh, way too much. And, you know, <laughs> as you start playing these games, you get accustomed to the sound and and how far steps are and where this sound's coming from and you know i know i can push this corner because this guy's about five meters away as your skills going up your your perception of your own game is changing as you're playing and it's just like you're never learning exactly where somebody is and i think that's another reason just from a player standpoint is you're never actually you'll you'll never actually know how somebody far how far somebody is unless you're playing every single day at you know all day and you're like a you know a, a streamer that plays eight hours a day you, you, that's going to be so gradual that it doesn't make a difference but you know it's also not changing from one raid to another you're not all of a sudden getting 10 percent hearing distance but i still think that it's something that can be um a little bit like annoying you could never actually learn how far somebody is away because then you have your all the headphones and stuff like that. I know they all have the same distance, but there's so many variables that, mm-hmm. that you never really get used to sound in this game. And I think that's a that's a fundamental problem for something so competitive. Um, and then in terms of the skills themselves, um, I think, you know, one of the biggest problems is with other RPGs, especially like single player RPGs it's actually fun to level skills and you like, you actually <laughs> want to push towards leveling those skills in Tarkov. It's like, God, dude, I'm just going to stack some crap in my backpack and go on a raid. I'm overweight. Okay. I got, I got one little increment on strength. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know, it's not fun to to do it. And I think a perk system or some sort of tree or something like that, uh, maybe, maybe every five levels you get to choose a small little perk or something like that. You could work towards that and you could see that progression and you can see the outcome. Whereas with, with Tarkov right now, it's like, yay, I got a little increment. Like it's yeah. just not, it's not rewarding. It's not fun. So, you know, I know they want to do some work. Nikita said that they want to do like a skill rework. So hopefully that's done in a, in a way that's actually fun to level. 
So hopefully it doesn't require me to reload a motion over and over again while I'm using bolt action. <laughs> Just saying. Dude, dude, I've never done that. I can't. <laughs> really? I no, haven't. I- I've, I mean, as much as I hate it, I just, I just can't imagine doing it naturally. I just feel like it just, it just feels like I could continue doing other things, or I could just like block out a week and shoot scabs with bold actions. Like, ah, I just, I just don't know. Just, I, Do I guess... we know how much one shot, uh, you know, how how much one shot to a, a scav will give you on a bolt action? Because I feel like that's just as much as reloading like 25 times. Because that's what I did when I got Kappa. I think I just went around and killed scavs with a Mosin, but I don't think I did the whole reload thing ever. I don't, I don't know. know exactly how much. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It does take it does take a while. I think yeah. I think they maybe nerfed the reload thing. I'm not sure. I remember it being it faster did, yeah. in the past. Because I've done it in the past, and this wipe, well, since they changed it away from the Mosins only for the Tarkov shooter quest line, then it mm-hmm. made it a lot better because it meant that for, I could do those quests, and then I was also using the two on five, which I actually enjoy, rather than using the Mosin, which I didn't really enjoy. Um, uh, but even still, I did, you know, I did a, a little bit of little bit of the old reload shenanigans this wipe, but most mostly I've done it properly um but i would say in, in previous wipes my most used 762 round probably was t46m and none of them got fired they're all on the ground in customs somewhere <laughs> yep. ah that skill is bad Did, have, have you guys gotten kappa no i've before, got it like on before wipe. the 62 oh okay one wipe. I yeah, got before one the wipe. 62 thing like yeah the kappa's not even in 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 the realm of reality anymore so yeah, I can't I, remember which one it was. I think it was... Was it Last Wife? I mean, it, it definitely wasn't Last Wife, and it was not... The, I'd, ha- I'd need to actually look at the timelines. I think it was the... Was it the 2020 wipe? I think it might have been the one... It was the wipe kind of at the start that was like straddled over the beginning of 2020. Basically, my, my chances of ever getting Kappa ever again finished when my daughter was born in... Uh, <laughs> in <laughs> That's fair. In, in 2020, uh, 20, yeah, in, in 2020. So that was basically the the end. The end of uh, it was in October 2020. So I was just like, yep, that's it. I don't have enough time to get Gap ready. Well, that's fine. She'd have born in heaven. I'm never going to bother with that quest. Um, so it was the great. wipe. It must have been the wipe before that. So it was the one at the start of 2020, or the or the end of um, end of 19, maybe. I, I don't remember now. But uh, yeah, I did it that one time. But like these days, especially when they changed the leveling requirement on it, I was just like, oh, this is such a huge weight off my mind now. Now I don't even have to like pretend that I'm going for it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny just seeing all the people who do go for it and ending up doing. They've got all the tasks, they've got all the items, they've got all the stuff completed, and then they just grind in levels. And that's the thing that they still need to do. And the people who did it before they changed the level requirement, like you know, mad props to them for actually achieving that before they changed it. It was actually insane. But yeah, even where it is now, like it's it's a higher level than I've ever been in any wipe. So yeah, it's um yeah, it's not it's not happening. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think with anybody with a full-time career or anything that takes any normal normal life stuff, I don't think it's really feasible. Yeah. And that's fine, I guess. I It's literally just three more slots, but I think it was yeah. just something to work for for a lot of yeah. people. And now it's just not there. So there is really no like endgame goal for, for me, at least. And for a lot of people, probably. Yeah, I mean, we spoke about it at the time. I still wish that they'd 
either moved Kappa and put something else in its place or kept Kappa where it was and put something else at the level 62, yeah. 70, blah, 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 like golden dog tag or something, just something different. Because yeah. like just, yeah, having the progression timeline and then it and then it finishes and then they've taken the end one and just shunted it. And there's nothing else in its place. It just feels yeah. feels bad. And it was nice to have that goal to work towards, as you say, uh, to complete all the quests and, and all that stuff, but do it in the way that you want to do it without then just having to grind labs for, you know, two yeah. months or something. Right. So... I hope that they eventually do that, but I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's fine. It, it doesn't really matter, I suppose. And I think I think they really did talk about adding some maybe um, some sort of prestige system or something like that, where yeah. you actually get to keep something or you get to keep an armband or you know, they they're definitely looking at that kind of stuff. I think it's just back of mind because they're still they're building out maps and building out fundamental game like gameplay elements. So. I think it's all coming and, and the end should be pretty fun. So that's why we're here talking about it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've talked about prestige system before. I think it would be actually really quite a good, good idea. I think because people kind of do it anyway, because they, re- yeah. they, they reset their account or they start a hardcore account or, or whatever, some, something like that. But having an endless prestige that ticks up somewhere and gives you, I don't know, like you could do like tally it on the dog tag or just like su- some market. Like people, people do all sorts of stuff for silly cosmetics. So yeah, yeah even yeah. things that are just meaningless. Like I think the golden dog tag thing is a, is a good idea or even, I don't know, I mean, you have something that makes it so you could do it multiple times and people would race to be the person to have like the most prestigious in one wipe and stuff. Like people would do that to be, you know, be number one on, on that kind of virtual leaderboard. People love doing that stuff. So yeah, it'd be, people it'd be kill Killa a hundred times to get the yeah. tracksuit, <laughs> and that's, that's pain. There's no that's way. Crazy. You see the guy, the guy who did it? Yeah, someone's did on wipe it. Somebody did it. Yeah, yeah. What, what's his name? Is he called It's Bobby or something? And I, I, I need to check. Yeah, that's impressive. I know. He did it. He did it, he did it a bit of, a bit ago as well. Wow. Let me see. I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, it was like it was a video, and he has. Uh, he has. Uh, let me see. Trying to yeah, find no, it, but yeah, there was there was a video and he had like all of them. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> That's crazy. They kind of have something like that. Not really like you reset and I'm Bobby. Like... Sorry. Mm. I'm Bobby. I'm Bobby. He did it. Okay. And he did it a month ago as well. Sorry, Church. There you go. Dang. Um all right, someone sent me something and it's got me really interested. They um yeah, with the armbands, you, there's certain quests you unlock, like the labs armbands. I mean, you can, you know, you only have it for this wipe, but they kind of have a little bit of that. Like, um, there's the, I guess you get the, the alpha people have the alpha armband, which is really cool. And then there's like one, which I guess is Kiba armband. A lot of people want that one. I forget what that's locked behind. So, um, yeah, they're doing a little bit on that front, but I, I definitely agree with you guys that, uh, having something for the average, maybe slightly below average Tarkov player to work towards late wipe is, is a really good thing. Cause I don't think I'm going to, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but yeah. The wipe Sorry if you guys hear that background noise. There's some ambulances, so I'm just going to mute. I couldn't, I can't oh, actually hear anything. It sounds okay to me. Sounds okay to me. Um, I guess like, on the topic that we talked about a little bit, I touched on near the, near the beginning of like five five six and some of the weapons and and that kind of thing. Like, what's your what's been your experience so far with like the Scar L and the MDR versus the M4 and the way that they feel? 
This is more aimed at Abney. Have you done? Have you, did you do a video on this? I think I feel like you did a video on this. Yeah, actually, that's exactly what I did. Was I did a video on the Scar actually, and I I quite like the Scar L. Um, it so the thing is like when I started to shoot it, you know, the whole thing with lower recoil, more controllable, like lower um, fire rate. Sorry, is more controllable recoil and all that. So when I when I started a test between MDR, SCAR L, which both have 650 RPM, I realized that like the stats literally don't mean anything. At first, like when I made the video, I thought there was some correlation to stats across a gun, like across either like a type of gun or like at least all guns in general. And then I realized, especially a lot of the commenters were like, yeah, this, you know, they don't correlate at all. The, the numbers mean nothing. Which to me, I'm like, so I tested, I think I tested a SCAR, an M4, and an MDR all side by side. They all had 62 recoil and then some variation of horizontal recoil. With the SCAR having the worst stats out of all of them, but performing the best out of all of them. So I was like, it's like, how does this even work? And so that's when everybody was like, yeah, there's no correlation between the, the actual numbers. And so to me, I think that's such a fundamental flaw to the user. The user is going to go into this game, a brand new player you know, they, they, they may not look at stats that much, but somebody who's played a little bit, they may compare different guns with that number. And, you know, I, I know that church mentioned, you guys want to talk about like hidden stats and stuff like that, but it's like one, one guy said that they're, they are accounting for fire rate. We know that one for sure. Um, but that also like weight of the gun, how long the gun is and stuff like that. I'm like, how does that like how is anybody ever supposed to learn what number is good like you might as well just say recoil good recoil bad because <laughs> like, it means nothing you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's like they need to think of a way to um add that number system with those other factors so that the user can the player can can look at a gun and know if it's good or not rather than just have to test everything because as we know testing is kind of hard in this game besides just the the firing range that has you know blacked out backgrounds because they it, you know all all the back wall of the firing range is all shot up to hell <laughs> and you can't even test your own recoil sprays unless you use that one left side that's clear yeah. it's like, Oh, you want to reset that? Oh, uh, okay. Go ahead and go into a raid and come back. So, you know, it's just, nobody's going to figure that out without doing extensive testing. So I, I, they need something to, some kind of correlation between all guns that the numbers will match up, you know? Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. I mean, there's some stats that we, uh, you know, it's a topic that comes up all the time about various things, about the weapons, about rounds or whatever. And BSG saying, oh, well, we want people to, test stuff and experience it try to figure things out themselves but there's there's some level where if you didn't have offline mode or the or the shooting i guess the shooting range kind of helps in some sense but it's just difficult why you would put those stats in the game that are then kind of misleading and it's the same thing with the rounds i think they're maybe open to putting the round information in the game now they said they might do it like the penetration or whatever because it's such a fundamental thing and you just don't really know. And even if you're a ballistics expert in real life, like the way that it interacts with Tarkov's armor system and stuff just doesn't necessarily correlate to real world um, experience. And so it's still a gamey system. So you need to know what the numbers are because otherwise you're just guessing and that's not interesting at all, really. Yeah. But the uh, the weapons thing super super fascinating because 
I feel like in the past that it used to be closer. I don't know whether this is true or whether people just didn't really know as much back then um, because people have hyped me, you know, amped up the testing and people have done a lot more work in the last couple of years on the way that things have gone. But And I'm not sure whether these, these stats kind of in the background have kind of been um, tweaked more so that they're now more different because I know that yeah, one peg did a video recently as well about uh, the various weapons and about five five six. This is part of the you know bashing on the M four uh, mm-hmm. stuff that kind of started <laughs> in the first place. But you know it, it's true, right? The scar has very very low horizontal recoil versus the M four, and it's you see it clearly when you're using it in in the hideout, even if you're building guns with effectively the same stats. And there's you know there's something going on in the background for those weapons that mean that the control is just way way higher and it's not reflected in the numbers and so it makes it very difficult for anybody to try and how do you how do you expect somebody to intelligent because you want you want your player to be somebody like us that you know thinks about the game a lot and is trying to be smart about their choices and buying the the things that are best bang for buck it's an economic game as well so you're trying to buy things that are you know the cheapest that you can that you can get for the most effectiveness really and you want your players to be like that but then to sort of almost mislead them with the information that is delivered to them is um it doesn't feel great for people and I think it's that thing of well, the M even you know the M4 is supposed to be this this you know amazing gun in in real life, and people use it all all around the world, and then to make the scar like so much better than than the M4, not really for any. I mean, maybe maybe there's a reason. Maybe they fired them and was just like, oh yeah, this thing's like really great on horizontal, but yeah, to to not reflect that in the statistics is is a little bit strange. I mean, yeah, the some of these some of these stats in in the background. I mean, it's it's a it's a tricky thing, and they, I think I think they're there to try to make the weapons feel a bit more unique and stuff there's like i think there's there's some stats there's like there there's some things floating around on twitter about it and there's like with the pistols for example they have really high recoil but they also pull back to the center really quickly and stuff and it like it sort of it explains the feel of the guns like the way they feel and that's why the pistols jump so much but then they reset because but that makes sense because they're really light and so you can kind of see why they programmed it that way and why some of the guns feel really great in eft because they it, when you're using those weapons it does feel like you're using an ar it does feel like you're using a, you know a big dmr that's heavy or you know the mark 18 which you know fires and is, is huge versus a pistol which fires fast but then it like obscures the sight picture or, or whatever but uh yeah it doesn't really do the players any favor trying to understand what's happening and yeah just figuring out the systems it's not <laughs> it's bizarre yeah i honestly couldn't imagine the like actually coding all that and all the different attachments. Like it's the only game that's ever done it, you know, with so many different attachments and and things that affect the recoil. So that's what I I feel like that's something that maybe will come later. Um, But I feel like that's one of the reasons they, they haven't got it down to a T is there are so many things that are affecting that recoil and maybe the stat, maybe they don't have the final solution for, the stats on this game which i'm ho- i'm hoping it's more accurate in the end but mm-hmm. right now they're pretty any of the numbers are pretty arbitrary if if you ask me you just have mm-hmm. to use the gun does it feel good do you like it yeah you know i i made the scar l video and at the time everybody was saying scars trash scars trash and now it's like now it's not trash i guess so <laughs> i don't know i'm not it's always it's you know it's kind of what the top end people say and what the initial reactions to some of the big guys are and i'm like I like it. It's pretty nice. So, and it looks nice, you know, that's, that's yeah. one of the big things. So. it You brought up an interesting question, if you will, Giga, when you said, what, 
what was their reasoning behind it, right? And you know, when you if we think about this right, let's sort of just separate the two. Let's have the hidden stats on one side and then the actual in-game stats on one side. Well, if let's assume that the intended goal was to have the Scarl perform better in terms of its recoil than like an M4, right? On average, because there's different mods and such. Then the choice to have it is let, let's just, you know, those things are separated, but they're they're always going to be in the game. You know, that's that's the thing. The choice to have it where you essentially say, we're going to make the Scar L visible stats really bad, but then we're going to crank up these hidden stats to the nines, right? To make it really good. And so these two kind of merge. And so the result is like, I don't know about you guys, but when I played, I was like, oh yeah, the new scars, let's try them out. And I used them. And I was, and I, or, or sorry, I looked, I looked at them. I looked at stats and I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, it was just kind of like, Ooh. oh, yeah. and yeah, they're just like, okay, these are bad. These are bad. These are like early game guns. I can't get this conclusion. And then we fast forward two months and then all these findings and testings and videos come out and it's like, what, you know, we're not going to get an answer to this, but I'm just, it's just, it's an interesting thing. It's like why they chose to do it that way, because it does sort of set the player up for I don't know like failure in some cases yeah it just it just feels kind of deceitful like I feel like I've been like I could have been using this Scarilla at the start of wipe I don't know it's just it's just weird it's a weird 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 thing and you know I know in the past they've said that this is how they wanted the game to be originally was just you know you had to like discover the game figure things out you know and share it if you wanted to you know knowledge is power type of thing like it was supposed to be very like closed off and and that's just not the case nowadays with the wiki and everything else that goes on but yeah i would love to know the answer to that question but it is a very it's an itch, it's an interesting choice that they did is what is what i'll say yeah i understand the vertical recoil because of fire rate making the gun you know reset at a at a, high, a higher step or whatever but like the horizontal like the scars horizontal is like 250 or something with that build that i you know i compared the three mm-hmm. and the mdr was like 170 the m4 was somewhere around the same and those two were just jumping left right left right and i'm and the scars just kind of sitting in the middle so i was like i i don't know what would even affect that the horizontal recoil so i think that one's the most useless stat out of all of them vertical yes mm-hmm. but horizontal they don't match up at all so yeah if you want to if you want to see something that's got like mad horizontal recoil on it the acp vector is is a wild animal when it comes to horizontal yeah it's 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 crazy it's just it's like it goes sideways as much as it goes up it's 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 nuts (laughs) and with the fire rate too it's just like (laughs) just like a crazy power hose like it's honestly it's just it's it's mental because it's so fast firing too but it's like jumping left left, but it's so quick it kind of averages out around the middle it's it's like a it's kind of like a slow delay slow release shotgun almost you know you got this kind of cone and it all all the bullets come out but it's it's very very fast oh it's weird (laughs) it's very i I haven't tested uh, i haven't tested that vector yet i I usually use the nine mil one but not this wipe i haven't used the 45 acp yeah, so I, I was thinking about it because I thought, hey, maybe this thing's really good because the UMP everybody's absolutely loving. And I mean, the, the stats on the ACP in general is 
pretty insane. I mean, we've talked about it before here, but I mean, if I just pull it up, I mean, even the standard one, because and what's actually weird about ACP is that there's the, the flesh damage rounds before that, and then you use Match FMJ, which is the second best, and ACP AP, and that's the, that's the best. And mm-hmm. yeah, Match was 76 and 25 versus ACP was 70 damage and 38 pen. Like 38 pen is good. That's yeah. it's good, right? It's BT, it's, it's slightly better than BT, slightly better than 56A1, but with 70 damage, it rips people. It really does. You know, you don't need to, you don't need to hit them that many times before they die. Um, yeah. And I was like, well, people are really loving the UMP with this, with this ammo. And even with match, it's kind of scary. I got killed on the factory stairs because some dude just shot me like five times in the right arm and I was dead. And I was like, wow, okay, <laughs> this is, this is completely nuts. But I thought, well, if it's good in the UMP, surely it's got to be good in this thing. And, but the combination of the, the fire rate and the horizontal recoil makes it kind of situational. It's not as good as I thought. And the magazine is just, you tap the button and it's gone. And you're like, oh, <laughs> all the rounds, 30 rounds, they're all gone. And so there is some level of sustainable fire that also makes sense. Like, in, in a, it's almost funny kind of thinking, because I've thought about this argument before of it's in any shooting game, you have this sort of, rpm like constant fire rate thing versus Mm -hmm. like burst damage kind of stuff you normally get this more in like sci-fi games actually because sci-fi games are big on kind of like plasma cannon versus like laser you know so in the laser has got constant damage over time that maybe does more damage if you hit them for 10 seconds in a row but something that does all of its damage in one go and then has to reload and does all of its damage in one go again there's like a different strategy that you need for both right because you need to have continuous line of sight or whatever if you're hitting somebody constantly um whereas if you just do like a huge burst and that's the that's a that's sort of equivalent to i guess a really low rate of fire weapon like the ump because you have to hit them a you know a bit more uh, and you have to keep on target for longer versus something where you you pop out and just shotgun them with an ap20 slug or, or something and if you kind of take it to its like logical extreme, if you have a theoretical weapon that has an infinite fire rate, then the mag size actually doesn't really matter. It's just the collective. If you if you miss, you miss, and if you hit, you hit. And the the vector is much more on that end of the spectrum where its fire rate is so high, it's almost detrimental because you run out of bullets so quickly that if you weren't on target within the first one second, all the bullets are gone anyway. And do you need that? Is is it important to have that extra time to kill? In some situations, yes, but in other situations, it ends up working against you. So it's it's a it's a funny one. It's it's a difficult one, um, and it almost ends up working out that, in in theory at least, I don't know. Tell me tell me if this is crazy, right? Because this is just like my ramblings here. But you're almost better off using, in my opinion, the ACP vector, like the VPO two one five with APM ammo in it, than a regular gun. Because with if you're using that bolty, you have to be round a corner, you fire once, and then you then you come back round and then you reload, right? Yeah. And the vector's got such high fire rate that the mag's gone so quickly, it's it's bordering on like all of the rounds are shot back to back, end mm-hmm. to end, and then the mag's gone and you have to reload it, right? So the time mm-hmm. to kill is extremely low, but you have these long periods where you can't fire. And it's it's almost interesting that you end up taking the fire rate so high, it ends up being equivalent to a bolt action weapon that you have to reload after every shot. I just found that sort of theoretically interesting. Um, anyway, I'm yeah, not really sure yeah. where I'm going with that, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's a situational gun, and it's kind of yeah. like a shotgun or a bolt action. You really have to play around your your scenario and 
where you take it in. So like, I think uh, it would be a good place for something like resort or something where mm-hmm. you're close range, but not, you know, the hallways would be an issue like hallway end to end, but you know, you could ambush people with it and stuff like that. And with the 33 round mag, you know, like you said, it's going to be gone in a blink. So, you know, with, with the other vector, you have that, the 50 round drum where it's a little bit more versatile, yeah. but the ammo is a little bit harder to get now nowadays. So, yeah, it's it's definitely I, I can see what you're saying though. It's like it got it, if they ever did add a bigger drum to that vector, maybe it would come out of that category where it's a little less situational. You have right now I think the mag is good enough for one to kill one person. Maybe mm-hmm. like maybe another person if if you're hitting everything. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean there's so I went on factory with it and I died to someone using the UMP. So I was like, uh, uh, really? Like, uh, no, this is not fair. This is not how this is supposed to work. Um, but an equipment situation was when I died to, and you're going to laugh at this, but I died to a hatchling using the MP7. The hatchling did not kill me. I died because of him because I rushed his spawn and shot him in the back of um, forklifts. But then the three scavs ran in and oh, I didn't have any, I didn't have enough bullets. So I, I, sh- I shot one half, like at the final couple of rounds into the second scab, but didn't kill him. The third scab runs in. I try to reload and I just get shotgun pinned by like two guys. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so the hatchling died. And then I killed, I got killed because of his tagged and cursed status, which was really irritating. But there's a sort of similar situation. You've got a 30 round in the MP7. It's 950 RPM. The bullets are gone super, super quick. If you're not careful with it, they really do just disappear and you want to be spraying down individuals it's a 1v1 weapon it's not a a solo v world kind of weapon you want to be fighting yeah. one person at a time you want to unload around a 30 rounder into them as fast as you physically can kill them with a super time to kill and then be out of there or reloading for the next person you don't want to be fighting multiple people with it at all so yeah yeah, yeah three scabs is, <laughs> and a hatchling is all it takes to get you taken yeah. down by the force of numbers so yep so there was a spreadsheet passed around on Twitter and um, it essentially has some of those hidden stats on all the weapons. And I just want to bring it up because I want to talk about my adventures on it. And so I, I looked at the data and I try to understand what it, what it means. And it's, it doesn't really mean much because you're, you know, what's two sixty nine horizontal mean you know when in game and you know what i mean it's like how do you compare it so it really doesn't mean much but i'm just comparing between other guns essentially and one of the ones that caught my eye was the sks because apparently it has a really low stat on i think the angle of the recoil um similar to the scar l where it sort of has this low angle stat where it doesn't kick left and right a lot so Anyways, I'm I'm doing this strength chaining on interchange, right? You know, I'm I'm I've taken the backpack less extract. I'm just trying to be in and out as quick as possible. But I want a gun that's like cheap, cost effective. So I looked at the AKS. I was like, how can I make this thing work? Because it has such a, you know, I tested it in the in the rain in the hideout range, and it actually like performs pretty well. I didn't realize that. Um, this gun's actually really good. I mean, I know people preached about it, but I was always, I was more on the AK, the, what is it? The VPO 136, the, the single fire AK. I was like, ah, SKS. 
you know, let me get extra mags. But now, now I'm thinking with this hidden stat thing going on that maybe you guys were on to something all along. But anyways, I got this horrid looking build and it's an SKS, right? Not the OP SKS, the SKS. Got the, the fancy stock on it, the RK2 grip, the maximum recoil buttstock and get this for the site. You know, there's a little front mount. It has a laser. Hip fire only SKS, seventy three drum round mag, BP on top, PS on bottom, dudes. I'm telling you, I wish I, I wish I had clips right now. I could throw on the screen. This thing is insane, dude. It's insane. Like I, I'm trying to convince my friend to use it, but he's like, he was watching me. He was just like, okay, that, maybe you're right. Like your church, you're not completely insane, but you know, it's just not for me. I can't, I can't do the single fire thing, but I'm telling you guys, it's so insane. The, the laser, not the little laser, but the laserness of the gun shooting. Like I've only died to one PMC where we fought, we're finding each other. No, two, two actually two today, but out of like 10, Fire, firefights it just shreds people and it's so insane because it's ridiculous because you literally can't ads. <laughs> you just see the laser where the iron sight would be <laughs> but it's so insane and it's i don't know it's like i encourage you to try it but it's more more of a statement on how these hidden stats have really like piqued my interest and so now i'm like trying these new wonky things like i don't oh know it's maybe maybe and maybe this is the reason why they didn't want this to be in the game open i guess because it would sort of lead to these they probably did not attend for me to put a laser on my sks and never ads and just hit fire you know machine gun mouse one as fast as possible and they they probably didn't intend for that, but I don't know. The if you want to find this spreadsheet, it's out there. Is all I say. You can find it, but it's what? Yeah, I don't know. It's so crazy, man. What other hidden stats did they mention on that spreadsheet? <laughs> so there's. It actually just got updated recently. I was actually looking. I'm looking at right now. So I'll just I'll just read the different categories. Okay, so we have dispersion, which is the horizontal spread. This number shows the possible dispersion angle of the recoil vector. So um, these are typically in like 5, so like 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Then there's convergence, which is the automatic, uh, automatic auto control stat. The amount of the gun, the amount affects the gun... I can't read. The amount affects the speed of the gun returns to standard position after shot. So it's essentially the uh, like a I think of it as like a multiplier to the PMC RPG auto recoil correction. So it has a really high number, really high value. Then it gets um, then your PMC auto corrects a lot quicker, a lot more aggressively, I guess. Um, and then mm. recently they just added angle, which I don't know what that means. I assume it has to do with perhaps the, the left, right, um, horizontal thing. And then camera recoil, which is that effect where the, your center of your screen goes down as you fire. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a tough one right there. That is a tough one. SA 58 Saiga. 
just like yes yeah, at this guy. Oh, man. yeah hmm, that's interesting i'll have to i'll have to look into that i actually haven't seen that list yeah but it's it, people had been talking about the the hidden stats mm-hmm. on some of the gun videos i did and i'm like well i don't know about these stats so it's news to me <laughs> You yeah, can feel this, that, but I didn't know about exactly. This, this sort of harks back to what I was saying about the pistols. Like, I think if you if you look through some of these some of these things that have been like circulated around, it's like the pistols have like a really really high auto control stat, right? And so it's like it's exactly that. It's like super recoil, but then like comes back real quick. So it feels like they you can fire fast with them, even though they jump loads. It's like part of like yeah, the part of the part of the feel they tried to put in, which yeah, Church has managed to gamify and create this thing i just honestly i just couldn't help but laugh thinking about you using this build like i've got it i've got it i can imagine in my head what it looks like and i just can't take you seriously when you're talking about it i just like i honestly i'm just thinking about you adsing it and it's just like the back of like i wasn't even thinking about the regular the regular one i was thinking about um i can't even remember what it's called now you know the the tan kind of yes. like optical device it's just got like it's and you just one. see like the back of that and it is that it is that one. Oh my god dude i just like i was uh, it's like how do, how do I take you seriously? This is just crazy. I'll I have to look up this that myself. This type of stuff is just like right up my alley. Like I'm just such a nerd when it comes to this stuff. I'm just like, how can I like take these systems and just like gamify and make the most min max thing? And uh, yeah, it's like right up my freaking alley. So what do you do with ranged people? Do you just just run around fire. and take it? <laughs> how could you even see the laser from that far? Like if um, they're like actually well, far. It is interchange and it is a red laser, oh, so sure. it actually it kind of works out actually. Um, but yeah, if they're like that far, like dude, the farthest I shot was probably you know the medical Emercom building. I was like right outside of that, and he was like kind of near the escalators that goes up to like the campfire thing. And I hit him like I got six hit counts. I didn't kill him, but that what? was I honestly I think my mistake was not uh <laughs> tower says long range it was probably like 25 meters like i, I don't <laughs> yeah, i don't know yeah quite but yeah it's dude it's so good like I'm, i love it i love it so much would you much. take it to factory though would you take it to factory oh this yeah 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 you for would sure. for sure really because here's the here's the thing like i was saying with that scenario i messed up in single tapping i should have just fired really fast because the recoils, it's only going to go up. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to go left to right. So, like, it doesn't matter if I'm going to get consistent shots. You know, like, if, okay, for example, if the recoil was going very vertical, like a very V-shape, then single fire would make a lot more sense because, you know, if I fire too fast, then I'm going to get a lot of Vs that sort of, like, spread out, right? Yeah, you fire Since, once and then you fire again off to the right or the left. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas... If it's gonna go straight up, I can easily account for that and just pull down. So, it, I what I should have done instead of single tap, I should have just like fast as I could, like, and it just would have been a a line, a a, a capital I or just a regular I just flying towards them. And, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's weird with semi-auto. Is like the faster you shoot, you know, visually it looks like you're gonna be hitting higher, but the 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 bullets are still hitting almost center mass if, when you're testing semi-auto guns. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like that with shotguns and stuff like that. You kind of just have to let it fly. And, and, you know, visually it looks like you're not hitting on point because the, the reticle's up in the air from the recoil, but you're actually hitting still center mass. And 
it's almost like it has the same kind of function as full auto whereas like the longer you you fire the more it kind of the the recoil kind of right the center center of this the the target or whatever so it's didn't airwing do a video with with pistols recently how yeah so like it's still the same thing so they're shooting it doesn't look like you're hitting but they're all you know the the recoils so strained with semi-auto i don't know it's very weird yeah i mean i had a theory about that which is again to do with this which is the fact that because pistols have such a high and hard strong return to center that it potentially overshoots slightly and that's the reason that they ends up going low maybe mm. I don't know, yeah. but um, I'm I'm still I've never I've not done any formal testing on it, but I'm still a firm believer that semi-auto uses the same recoil profile as full auto. So you have more you have recoil at the beginning, and then it comes down and settles because yeah. if you fire it quite quickly, yeah. the first couple of rounds are always a bit rough, and then it settles mm-hmm. down again. And I've been looking at some of the really good 308 weapons recently. I've been looking at the SR25, I've been looking at the M1A, and uh, yeah, you make them down, you put them down to. I mean, the M1A gets to the disgusting level. It's like 38 yeah. or something at full. But even that, yeah, it jumps to the beginning and then it's, you know, it's still late. It's still laser beam, but you can see that pattern still in the currents in the, in the semi-auto. Whether it's different to the auto, full auto one, I don't know, but it looks very, and feels very similar to me. So I, I kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love 308 and the semi-autos for them. The real, the real issue I have with 308 is no more SA-58. It's just, it's just so unusable. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about you it. guys tried films with that this this wipe. I know Church was messing around with that, but sort of didn't really end up finding. Like the only way to do it is you just do that again. It's the the hip fire zero ergonomics full recoil yeah, yeah. going around corners, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> with a minigun. Just yep. go around yeah. pre-firing everybody with M80 in a drum. Yeah, even after Nikita's buffs, like his yeah. random buffs on Twitter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Cool. So, um, anything else, Giga? Any other topics you want to talk about? Um, there was something else, but I think actually I'm I'm probably just going to park it because it's probably the yeah. it was the least interesting of the things that I wanted to talk about. But we could we could talk about it another time. It's, sure. It's it's no it's no biggie. Um, because otherwise I think we're at risk of running on. Otherwise. Yeah. On, yeah. So. Fair enough. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good i think yeah dude uh abney thanks for coming on man i i found your channel and i really liked your editing your style and your thumbnails and it's it's i was actually curious if you did have like you've done a different youtube channel in the past before but here and you have background experience it makes sense that you've you're so good at what you do and and um yeah thanks so, so much for coming on yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate you bringing me on. Like I said, this is my first time collaborating with any Tarkov guys, so it, it's been fun. I appreciate that. Excellent. Yeah, no, thanks. Thanks for coming. It's been uh, it's been a blast. It's just it's so good to speak to other creators and you know get people on here and stuff. So uh, yeah, wish you wish you all the best of success. You deserve it. You uh, you make good content. Thank you. You guys as well. Cool. Right. Um, with that, guys, we'll wrap it up and we'll catch you next week. See you later. Take it easy, guys.